And of course, at that meeting, they were they met Pelosi, uh, Senator Pelosi and Kennedy, and they wanted them to come to the Senate's uh, commemorative anniversary celebration of Brown v. Board, and they did. Um, I had eight students at that uh, ceremony, and of course, uh, they were all told that they would be able to speak, and they had their speeches ready. But the one asked, because of time, they had 40-some senators on stage, but they asked one of them to speak, the youngest, Kai, Kayla. And Kayla did not get up. None of them actually wrote about the facts of bowling. They wrote about Sousa and the fact that 50 years after Brown, Sousa is still segregated and is deplorable. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's, it was Kayla's words almost, I can remember her you know, saying, and it is your responsibility. She pointed her finger at the audience, <laughs> and I saw, she said, "And it's your responsibility to make to make things better." So it's it's really ridiculous that I'm attending Sousa 50 years after Brown and after bowling with the library with the same books that white children use when they attended when it was segregated, and it's exactly like the schools that black children attended then. You must take responsibility and change this <laughs> to some degree. It was, the, and I thought. Wow, and I had, and of course, I, who did, I was not aware that I was to speak. Actually, it was not a plan for me to say anything. It was simply for the students. But the shift was now to be you and one student. So naturally, I had no notes, no script, no nothing, and I wanted one of the students to share theirs, and they wouldn't because they said we wrote this. <laughs> you have to think of your own words. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I recall sweating. I just, it was just a nightmare because. Um, I, I, I think I had on shower shoes, a, a, you know, a denim skirt. And I remember getting on the train, the train ride over to the little caboose or whatever it cost, uh, under the tunnel over to the mm-hmm. executive side of the Capitol. And the students were running around the little train and they were excited and I was stressed out. And, and they, they could try and decide where they did want to sit, which which little section. And I was yelling, get in anyone, we're ready to go. And, we, and I plopped down and the only one that was left with, three other people who were polished and suited and and I was looking crazy and frustrated and so I and I did was just glaring at me like you are now Deborah <laughs> and I had to say so I felt I was just a little annoyed and I said hello how are you today and they said hi you're the teacher from Sousa I said yes I am I'm Miss Davis and she said meet Senator Daschle and he was sitting to my left but I didn't see him because I couldn't see I was just so they, they were just staring at me so, so I turned and said Oh, it's a pleasure meeting you, Senator. <laughs> he said, I suspected you were the teacher when I saw you running around the train <laughs> chasing the children. And it was such, I mean, he, he thanked me for bringing the students. But when I, when I got on the stage to say my two minutes of comments, I thought about how I felt teaching the students about the case. And the emphasis put on the segregation. Um, And I was concerned that they were going to get the idea that, well, we can't really learn anything. We can't really get a quality education unless we're sitting in class with white students. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I didn't want them to go away with this notion that you can only learn if you're sitting in a classroom with white students. And that quality education has nothing to do with, it had a lot to do with the resources. And that, that 
and 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 because Kayla had a problem understanding, well, Miss Davis, we're still segregated. We're still segregated. So, and and I can really go to any school I want, but I don't understand. We and and of course, explaining de facto segregation to them uh, took us to another level. But the comment I made at that ceremony, it really, what came up for me, it was, that was my concern. And I, I said, and, and the bottom line is, I had to wonder why was that important to me? Why was it important for me to make students understand, my students understand that that is not the case, that I wanted them to get the point that the money follows white children, it seems. And it still does. That's what created the de facto segregation. So if you know, after all is said and done, if the, the resources, the, the quality teachers, leaders, school buildings were available to all students, that wouldn't even be a conversation. And I, and I hope that um, to this day that those students will take what they've learned because I certainly did. I learned a lot from even teaching that. I learned a lot about my students and I learned a lot about myself. And it, re, it, it really caused me to, to even rethink um, what it means to be a social justice teacher. Uh, is, is it enough for me to teach students how to remember facts and dates and regurgitate information for a test? Mm -hmm. Or do, did it mean more for me to teach students how to take what they learn and apply it to solving real problems that they were confronted with at the time and, and, and that, will be, that they will be confronted with later? and how to navigate uh, through some of the stuff that they will have to navigate mm -hmm. through.